This is the Triad Podcast Network. Appreciate everybody downloading the Triad Podcast Network wherever you happen to be listening and however you happen to be listening. You can find us on all of your favorite podcast apps and just search Triad Podcast Network. You can find all of our archives, including many great shows with our topic today or our guest today. You're not really a guest. You're, 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 a, you're a co-host. Right? <laughs> I'm a regular, aren't you're I? You're a regular. <laughs> our co-host today, Jennifer Johnson. She's with Three Magnolias and she's a certified financial planner. Three Magnolias is a wealth management company here in Winston-Salem, formerly known as Blue Rock Wealth Management. And we did a podcast last month where we talked about the rebranding of her company and right. went into that. It's a really interesting conversation about how to go through a rebrand and all the different steps you need to take when it comes to logos and materials and how to choose the right logo, choosing the right name. And it's a really good conversation. And when we were going through it, we stumbled upon another topic that we wanted to bookmark for this episode, which is about starting your own business. Mm -hmm. So perhaps during the new year, a resolution of yourself or someone you know is to figure out a way to make some more money. Maybe you want a career change. Maybe you want to be your own boss. Maybe you want a side project. Mm -hmm. If that sounds like you, then this is the podcast for you because we're going to talk about things you should know about starting your own project, your own enterprise, your own business, and whatever level it is, whether all the way up from being an entrepreneur to, to just finding a side project. We're going to have some advice that, that you can use to make sure that you're going about things the right way from a financial, uh, a financial perspective. So Jennifer, did I, did I summarize the topic? Okay. That, that seems like, yeah. a pretty, that seems like a pretty good, um, way to, to get ready to, to I think people so. know what we're going to dive into today. No. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we talked earlier that sometimes the new year people start new businesses, new kind of side gigs. And, and sometimes that just comes out of conversations that I have with folks. You know, I'm, I'm talking with people about big financial goals and, and saving toward those goals. And, you know, and for some people, you know, we've talked about budgeting and ways to trim stuff out of your budget in the past. And that's not a real fun conversation. Um, sometimes it's about, you know, making some more money, you know, that you can fit toward yeah. goals. And then, like you said, sometimes being entirely on your own, which I think, I think it work out really well. I've seen that really, really help people, um, and really kind of help them take control of their, their financial future. Um, but, but there are some risks there. There's some missteps that I see people make. So I've got a, a few things that I think really help set you up for success and avoid those that I wanted to share today. Well, here's the thing. We, we spend a lot of time talking about saving money, right? Cutting expenses, mm -hmm. budgeting. That's not very exciting for people to figure out. I want to spend less money. No. And look, it's, no. it's smart and it's important. And I don't want to belittle the things that we talk about, but it's hard to get people really excited and energetic and motivated to do that. But when we talk about opportunities to make more money, look, you can affect your budget by cutting expenses or you can affect your budget by right. growing your revenue, you know? That's right. And, That's and right. So this conversation revolves around making more money. And right. I, I got to think that's going to be pretty exciting for people. I mean, I think so. It's probably more so than me telling you to stop 
stop buying so many coffees. Stop right? going to the rest, stop going to restaurants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Less eating out. I mean, and I think realistically to be sensitive to what people earn, sometimes, you know, what they earn at their day job, especially I think in the inflation environment we're in today, where food costs and energy costs are up. I mean, many times, depending upon the type of work you do, that may be all, that may all of your your day jobs income may be consumed just covering the basics. So, yeah. you know, for somebody that says, you know, I've got some kids, you know, it's really important for for me to save for their college, or, you know, like like we said, I don't want to be caught paycheck to paycheck all the time. You know, what can I do? I, I think there's more opportunities today than than ever for somebody to do something on their own with all the the online or virtual work. Um, but I do think people want to go into that with their eyes open to a few things. You know, people are creating businesses around social media, right? And, and documenting that and having YouTube channels and, and TikTok channels. Um, but there's a few things I think are really important for, for people to know. There's, there's more than what we'll talk about today, but these are the things that stand out to me anyway. So we ju- should we just jump in? Yeah, we, you've got you've got a list. I believe we have pieces of advice for people that are looking to to start something on their own. Yeah, I do. I, I had a few points I wanted to share. I mean, and and one this may sound obvious is definitely maybe not the most fun piece of advice, but it's to don't quit quit your day job. You know, I mean, you're dreaming, I know dreaming big, you know, and and new year came about a month ago about what you want to do. And, and people sometimes really, really jump on that and, and you know, throw themselves behind this new venture. But, you know, if you've got bills to pay, I mean, you know, that idea of creating more cash flow, a lot of times for a small business, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. For it to really get off the ground and really provide consistent income. So I think if at all possible, you know, do this on the side, do it, you know, on the weekend at night, you know, on breaks. Um, don't quit that day job that's paying the bills. Have this be an extra thing you do. And then as you see it pick up, hopefully it, it becomes sustainable and you know what income you can expect and and then maybe you can you can quit down the road, but I would would not quit day do not quit day one. <laughs> yeah, crawl crawl before you can walk, and That's crawling right. and look. It's a uh, I, I think almost every entrepreneur out there, the ones that I know, the ones that I talk to, they all talk about the grind in in building mm-hmm. it. To, if it is their their full time job, it usually didn't start that way. It was a grind right. and working you know, working nights, working late hours, just finding time around their primary responsibilities, including their day job to build it into something that was at some point sustainable enough where it could then take the place of their day job. Certainly that, that I certainly you want that to be your goal, but yeah, to Mm -hmm. your point, that's not a day one thing. Yeah, absolutely not. And and I think it's also not necessarily just a young person thing, too. I've got folks that are a little further in their careers that are planning for their retirement. And so that part of their plan is they're going to have their own gig on the side. And then as they move out of their uh, full time gig, they move sort of slowly into retirement. And instead of just quitting cold turkey, you know, they then work and focus on uh, whatever they're doing on the side. So I think that also can be really helpful. But, but key thing is whether you're young and you have a mortgage and a family or you're close to retirement in kind of a key period, 
there where you want to be ramping up for it. Don't, you know, don't jump, jump off the ship yet. You know, stay, stay on that day job until we know what we can expect. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's one really good piece of advice because it doesn't allow folks to really take too big of a leap of faith. Um, it's going to require yeah. a lot of work, a lot of effort and quite a grind right. to, to get there, but don't, um, don't sacrifice the things that you still need to get by day to day. What's, yeah, what's you don't next? Go backwards. Yeah. 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 You don't want to go backward with yeah. it. Um, so what's next? It, yeah. I think, I think when you, especially these, this is for folks just getting started, but I would, or maybe you're, you've started already and, and you didn't do this in the beginning, but I would, I think it's important to get good accounting advice. I think you want to make sure you understand your tax liability and also what structure that you want to get set up as, you know, people have probably heard of LLCs or S corps and, and most folks, if you're not um, a financial professional, you know, don't really know what those are or, or you haven't owned a business before, but but that's really important, and, and a good accountant can help you with that. Um, they can also help you obtain um, your employer identification number, your like, your like your tax ID number, you know, for the business, and make sure you have all the proper business licenses. Because if you don't do those things properly, you know, it can become a nightmare for you down the road. Um, we've probably all seen those commercials. Um, if you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS, you know, we can help you with your tax lien or your, your tax debt. Um, and, and I can see how that can happen as a business owner myself. You know, if you, if you don't understand, you know, taxes and, and when you work at your job, right, you get that paycheck and, and your employer has had you fill out these tax forms and they're withholding tax payments and sending those in for you. And then at the end of the year, you get your W-2 and you go and file your tax return. Um, so the employer in that case is doing a lot of that stuff for you. If you, if it's your business, you know, you're the employer. Uh, so nobody's, nobody's doing that for you. If you don't, if you don't take um, some responsibility for that. And, and I think for most people, they need some help with that. And, I think while we want to be careful what we, you know, spend money on, certainly when you're, when you're starting a business or your, your own personal um, finances too, some things I think it pays to get some advice. And I think, you know, accounting to me is one of those getting started off correctly is an important thing. I mean, I know there's also QuickBooks online um, and, and I believe I've seen commercials where you can get access to, you know, a tax professional. I think that could possibly work. Um, you know, and or maybe the ideal is to find somebody, a local CPA, possibly to help you with that. But I just think that's so important. And, and you don't want to get in trouble with the IRS. That just becomes uh, such a nightmare. It takes years to figure out that there is a problem sometimes, and then it takes years to resolve. Yeah, get, up, get off on the right foot there. And, and also maybe have a plan. Because yes. I think I think people don't realize until they get into it just how much of a time suck the accounting part of it can be in running your own yeah. business. Yeah, it really can. I mean, I I think yeah, and, and usually people are, especially if you're doing it on the side, you know, you, you only have so much time to spend on it, right? right? So, I mean, if you spend too much time, you know, managing the administrative part of that, you know, then you you don't have time to do the core business that you set out to do. And so a lot of people get, you know, get frustrated, you know, and I think give up on things, but that's probably something 
you know, unless your side gig isn't, is book work, you know, that may be something that's easy to outsource yeah. to somebody and get some help, be it, be it somebody local to you or, you know, maybe one of these online services, you know, can, can work, but I think it's just really important to do that. And it's not something you want to spend a lot of time on, but it's the kind of thing that if you don't spend some time up front, I think setting it up properly, yeah. you know, it becomes a, a killer later, later on. And I, and I think you hit on something good there too, with, you know, have a plan for your accounting, but I, I think you also want to have a business plan. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, we talk a lot on our podcast here and I, and I spend a lot of times, you know, with, with folks about their having a plan for their personal goals, you know, be it, you know, what, what we want to achieve in the way of maybe it's a, a college savings goal or ultimately a retirement goal or just to kind of be financially independent. Um, those are things we talk about on a personal level, you know, on a, on a business level. I think you, that's maybe at least as important, perhaps more so because, um, with a business, you know, it's, it's success or failure. A lot of times is dependent pretty quickly on whether or not you have a plan. Um, and, and there are just, there are resources out there where people I think can, can help create, you know, create a business plan. Um, and, and by have a plan, at least early on, I'm speaking you know, very generally in, in that, in that, you know, if you're going to provide a certain service and this is how you're going to charge for it. And this is who you're going to market it to. And this is, these are the expenses, you know, that it would take to operate that plan or you're going to build a product and, and really understand, you know, what are going to be my costs involved, you know, in, in providing this product or service. Is there really a market for it? Meaning are, are there people out there willing to pay what I would need for them to pay for it to ever be viable? And a lot of times it does take time, but you want to find out, I think, early on, is it is it something that would ever be viable, you know, yeah. and, and hopefully you don't spend a lot of time and energy and resources going down a path that could could just just isn't feasible. Yeah. You don't want to be blockbuster. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wow. I wonder I wonder if uh, if we have some really young listeners out there that even know what blockbuster was. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's always, th- there's always things that come up in conversation sure. where I, I think to myself, try explaining this to somebody who's in high school or even college right. where I said, right. Hey, when we wanted to, when we wanted to watch a movie and, but we didn't go to the theater, we had to drive to a store, pick out the movie and we would rent it for two to three days and then we'd have to drive and bring it back mm-hmm. and you have to rewind it if you don't rewind it <laughs> you know right. they charge which um which i remember we went from vhs to dvds and of course you'll have to re- rewind the dvd yeah. but but i did hear once i saw i think it was a netflix documentary about the last surviving blockbuster um, i want to say it was in oregon maybe or possibly alaska yeah and some people, they, they do it for nostalgia, but I do think there was something about, you know, yeah. going and wandering through the store on a Friday night to pick out your movie. But I don't think that would be the business I would start today. But there is one straggler, at least as of a few years ago, yeah. still still hanging out there. Well, I wonder how many, how many young people that use, net, speaking of Netflix, know that that's 
that Netflix started out not as a streaming service, but as a movie delivery service. That's right. So you would get this That's little right. red and white envelope with a disc in it, a DVD or a Blu-ray yeah. in it. And by the way, DVDs and Blu-rays, that's another thing. Um, <laughs> and you would get it in the mail, you would watch it, you would put it back in another uh, envelope and you would send it back. So that's right. it would cut out the part of having to drive to the store um, mm-hmm. and, and rent it. And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's where Netflix really started, but that's, that's, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole here. Um, it, <laughs> as, as we've, as we listen to these, these tips for, for starting, starting a business, um, you know, the theme around all of these is really don't rush into anything, right? Don't quit your day right. job, get having a, get get the accounting done right at the beginning, have a business plan. You really got to make sure that you are intentional about all of these things that go into the preparation before you actually mm. jump into anything because I think so yeah so don't don't rush into anything well, what else do people need to be considering yeah of? i think along those same lines i think you want to be careful about any debts that you take on especially debts that you take on you know in your personal name as opposed to a business entity if you set up one and you know, sometimes people will borrow from their home equity or just take out a personal loan or run up some credit card debt, you know, making purchases. And, and I think that's something you want to be really wary of. I mean, we, you know, have this opportunity, I think, with side businesses or, you know, new businesses eventually, hopefully to, to become your primary uh, since their source of income. But you know, you can get in trouble fast and you, and you don't want it to be something where instead of pushing you ahead financially that you take, you know, a major step backward, which, you know, finding access to, to money to run a business is not always easy, you know, especially for a new business, you know, lending options aren't, aren't great. But I think back to related, I guess, to having a business plan, you realize you need so much money to to, for some setup costs or for some initial operating costs, I think you have to, to really think twice. And, and as you said, go very slow. If you realize this is a business that's going to take a lot of my resources, or I'm going to have to go into debt and, and, you know, be realistic because we know the vast majority of new businesses, small businesses fail, right? They, they yeah. fail. They don't make it. And it's not the end of the world. If you tried a side gig, you didn't put a lot into it. It didn't work out. You know, certainly you put some energy into it and hopefully you learned something. But I think it's if you cash in retirement accounts, if you take a lot of debt on, I think then that's something, you you know, you might really regret. So I just would would encourage people to really go slow in that area where you're taking on debt. And so maybe a business plan, I guess, would also include a savings plan. Yeah, I think so. Um, to know, to, to, you know, to how build, I, to build yeah. up. I, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm talking I about like so. building up to it to where you don't have to yeah. give, up, give up ownership portion in, in with an investor or take on debt. I mean, you're going to need, True. you're going to need capital. You're going to need dollars to, to make something go. But if you can hold off and and have a slow rollout plan of a year, two years. And now Mm -hmm. you can, you can save up some, some capital, right? 
That's right. Yeah, that's right. And I have heard, um, you know, maybe the best, the best way to prepare for that is actually to work for someone else. I mean, so you, you know, if it's an area where you, you think, I'm trying to think of a good example where, you know, you wanted to, um, say some, somebody was explaining to me a, a business uh, where they go in and take care of the plants in your office, you know, so mm-hmm. if you don't want to deal with that, they'll come make sure they're fresh and alive and they'll come and, and maintain them and they'll swap them out. Um, you know, that's something you're thinking, well, that'd be pretty cool. I like plants. Well, maybe, you know, you, you take a side job at, at a florist or something. I don't know. So you yeah. learn how to do that. And then you realize, okay, this is what it's going to take for me. You know, I've got to have so much inventory. Like you said, Adam, I, I think I'm going to need, maybe I need five or $10,000 or something. And so you, so you build up that cash reserve so that yeah. you don't have to put $5,000 on a credit card and yeah. start something you've never done before because you like plants, you know? So I don't know if that's a great example, but I bet I the restaurant, I bet the headed. restaurant industry would be a good example of that, right? Probably. Yes. People that are you people that do are a food uh, truck or something. Sure. And, if you want to open your own food truck or you want to, you want to open your own restaurant, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, you could, or, or your own catering business, catering, you know, mm-hmm. baked um, goods. Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Work somewhere a little bit, get a little experience. What's it really like to work yeah. in the food industry? versus just be a home baker or a home cook and, you know, then decide, gosh, do I really want to take this on myself? And if so, you'll have hopefully more knowledge in, in what, what that means, you know, what business licensing is and what health codes are and all these sorts of things that maybe you you wouldn't know if you just had a hobby that you wanted to turn into a business, but had never really worked in it. I think there's, there's a lot of opportunities. I think it's easier today selling online social media, uh, than maybe ever. Um, but the, the ease of starting something doesn't necessarily mean it's a great idea. You know, you can do it, but you know, it still is, can be a risk financially and it still can become a headache if you don't get it started off properly. So, so I hope this has been helpful in giving people a few points that they can yeah. think about and, and leverage as they start, start something. Yeah. That's great. So, um, certainly as somebody who manages, manages money for people and helps them plan, whether it's for retirement or for other things that they're trying to do, um, with, with their dollars, what, what's a way that they can find you and, and three Magnolias if they want to re- talk to you yeah. about some of your questions or ideas? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We should have a new website live very soon at three, all spelled out three Magnolias, financial advisors.com. So three Magnolias, financial advisors.com. They also can email me as Jennifer at three dash Magnolias.com. So like the number three mm-hmm. and then dash like a hyphen Magnolias plural com. Um, they can call me at 336-701-1600. Um, so any of those ways would be great ways to, to get in touch. would love to hear from folks. All right. Great stuff. This is, uh, this is a, hopefully this is exciting for people. I know that maybe some of the, the things might sound like a little bit of a wet blanket because we're just telling you to slow down, <laughs> but ultimately right. these tips will make sure that you're, if, if, if you do f- fail, it won't because be because you, um, you didn't prepare well, or right. you didn't spend your money unwisely. Um, you know, if, if business doesn't take off the way that you want it to, this will allow you to, to be able to 
keep going and not mm-hmm. get yourself into too much trouble where you have to, to pull right. the parachute um, before you're ready to. Right, right. Land on their feet, try it again. Yeah. If needed. Absolutely. Hopefully they don't have to worry about that, but just yeah. to make sure you're not, you're not ex- overextending yourselves. Yeah. Make it a positive thing, not a, not a, yeah. a devastating thing. Cause but thanks. Thanks as always. Yeah. Being a, being an entrepreneur, being your own boss, it's, it's, it's a great way to do it. So we're, we're just trying to help people, um, find ways to do it, do it the right way in a responsible way. So mm-hmm. thank you, Jennifer. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Securities offered through Satera Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Blue Rock Wealth Management, LLC, doing business as Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satera Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. All information is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation as to its completeness or accuracy. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. The market indices discussed are unmanaged. Additional risks are associated with international investing such as currency fluctuations, political and economic stability, and differences in accounting standards. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.